This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, ladies, hopefully no gentlemen, <laughs> to welcome to tonight's class. We're going to be talking about a very, very interesting topic, something that I think, unfortunately, many people struggle from, a concept called self-confidence. So we've spoken last week, the idea of anivos, and we said anivos <laughs> is humility, and humility, we... We said some people think humility means that you think nothing of yourself. But in fact, humility is the exact opposite. It means that you are so confident and so awesome and so amazing. And you know that and you feel that. And you realize that in the big scheme of things, in the big picture of things, therefore, it doesn't really make a difference. Like all the things that you do don't really make a difference. Tonight, I'd like to take you on a bit of a journey of the way I view confidence. Many of these teachings come from an incredible book, which I can't recommend highly enough. It's called Bring Out the Best by Rabbi Yisrael Roll. You will be hard pressed to find that book because it's always sold out. But if you do find yourself a copy, grab it and keep it and learn it with a chavrusa, and you will find that it it is very transformative. It's based on the weekly parsha and it's based on the teachings of the author of Sabatka. So many of these concepts come from the air. The concept of confidence is a bit of a balance that we all have between living our lives with a certain COVID rush, like a certain, like in my head, I'm good, I know I'm good, and I'm just going through my life, and a balance of having emotions, like we have emotions, and emotions allow us to attach to various people, entities, things, stories. You hear something, becomes emotional, and you attach to that idea or that concept, and it sort of like brings you, draws you in. The two ideas of confidence as well as emotions, they, they can and they do work in tandem with each other. What many people realize as they go through their lives is that since they become emotionally drawn into certain stories or certain things that happen in their lives. So they think or they feel that, well, because I was drawn into this and became very emotional, so it seems to be like almost like a lack of confidence with who I am. If if I am who I am, like if I was the most confident person in the whole world, so how would I live my life? I wouldn't really care about many people. (laughs) Just live in my life. I'm good. I'm good. And it almost seems to many people that the idea of, having an emotion or being emotional, it's almost like a stereo. It's a, con- it's a contradiction between having your emotions and living in a world where you're supposed to be just this calm, cool, collected cat that just goes through life no matter what happens. And today, tonight, I want to take you on a bit of a journey, almost like 10 steps to understanding the concept of confidence and also weaving through a lot of what we have emotions because emotions especially for women it's the greatest asset that you can bring to any relationship is emotions if you don't have emotions it's very difficult to be in a cerebral relationship oh in theory you have to feel it and when you feel it it becomes real so balancing these two sides of our brain the emotional side and the confident side takes a little bit of not juggling but understanding the relation between the two that's the first thing I want to throw onto the table. The second thing 
is that something that I've spoken about before in the past, I think it's worth repeating, something that, you know, I think that like at certain points in my life, like Hashem sent certain thoughts into my brain. This is one of those thoughts that very, very often in life, you will find that opposites mirror each other. Opposites mirror each other. Love and lust mirrors each other. Um, arrogance and confidence mirror each other. They're the exact opposite, but they mirror each other. The muscle that I always use is if you see a car driving down the street 100 miles an hour, that guy is either crazy, reckless, a mashugana, or that guy is like the most professional driver you'll ever meet, right? He's confident enough, they just flying down the street. The, the difference between the two is that in the long run, in the long term, the guy who's a professional will still be driving like that because he'll be alive. And the guy who, the mashugana, he's not going to be alive. Very often in life, you see a person, he walks into a room or a woman, she walks into a room, she just exudes confidence. She's very loud and, you know, like commands the room and everybody's drawn to that person. And it seems very confident. But at the same time, somebody who's arrogant does the exact same thing. But usually when you delve beneath the surface and you start to notice the person in the long run, you start to see like, yeah, this person just full of themselves. This person, they, they really have it. There's something under and underneath that you really feel. So tonight we're going to focus on on real, pure, unadulterated confidence, not the, the fake thing of like, keep your head high and walk. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that's like an inner feeling that a person has. And we're also going to understand where this ties into Anivas, humility. Okay. Now I have to apologize. Something that I always try to do is try to keep these classes as short as possible. Tonight might be a little bit longer. So in advance, I'm just going to apologize. If you need to drop off the Zoom, no problem. We'll send you a link afterwards. But this probably be a drop longer than we usually talk, just because there's a lot of information here. All right, ready? Here we go. All right, that light is off for a reason. No reason. We're just going to keep it off. Okay. All right, it's off for a reason. It's off for a reason. Okay. All right. So confidence. So I'm going to give you ten steps over here, ten ideas, ten concepts, and hopefully we can digest each one. Maybe if you're ever having a bad day, you could go back to this class and. Remind yourself of one of these 10 or two of these 10, and it will give you a little pep in the step, as they say, or as I say, or as nobody says, but something that I just made up, something that would just give you a little bit of a, of a boost, a confidence boost, so you'll be able to like say to yourself, oh yeah, that's right, this is true. So even though I'm having a pretty horrible, crummy day, at the same time, um, I have very good reason to be confident about myself. All right, so step number one. Step number one is the idea, a very simple idea, but a powerful idea, and that is that a person, every single person was created, the mere fact that you were created gives you intrinsic value. And deep within inside of you, there is a there's a piece of Hashem. And because of that, the fact that you are alive means that you are worthy. Hashem felt this morning that you should get up and you have a purpose to your life. And therefore, that has a value. Many years ago, I've mentioned his name here many, many times. He's like, one of my favorite personalities of the last, I don't know, a few hundred years. Revelio Lapian, when he was a child, he relates that his mother had laid out all the crystals to clean them. I think it was one Friday. She laid out all the crystals and she was shining them and whatever. She was cleaning them up. And Revelio Lapian was playing and he was being a little bit rambunctious and he knocked over one of the crystals that fell to the floor and it broke. His mother came in took him to the side, gave him spanking that he will never forget. The next Friday, 
he says there was a, a chicken that was outside the house in the chicken coop and it got loose and it was it was running around and the chicken coop the chicken flew into the house and it flew near the table where his mother had laid out all the crystal and the chicken knocked over three crystals and Revelia says over, he says, as a child, I remember sitting back and saying to myself, oh man, wait till mommy gets a hold of this chicken. <laughs> it's done. His mother comes into the room. She looks, at the, she looks at the chicken. She looks at the crystal. She picks up the chicken. She pats it on the head. She moves it back into the chicken coop. That's it. Didn't beat it. Didn't spank it. Didn't smack it. Nothing. And Revelia Lapian was like, what's shot this chicken gets away with murder and I get spanked when I do something wrong? And the answer is, is because we are humans. And as humans and as somebody who has a chelik al-ikamimal, there is a lot that is expected of us. Not in a burdensome way, but in uh, a riotous way. You have to know that you have a purpose to your day. You have a potential to your day. You have so much you can accomplish within your day. Step number one, you are not a chicken. You are a human being. And as a human being, it comes along with that a certain chashivas, that you button up your top button and you put on your big girl shoes and you say to yourself, life has meaning, life has purpose. And if I want to accomplish, accomplish something, I can accomplish anything that I want. Number two, number two is recognizing that not only did Hashem create you, Hashem is involved in every part of your life. We've all gone through our lives and experienced Hashkacha Pratis in one way or another. Every single one of us. If I were to say to you right now, stop and think of a time that you saw the Yad Hashem. Tell me one time. Every single person in this room, every person watching, you could always say, yeah, there was this one time. I could have gotten into an accident. I could have had this story. It was going to be, or I missed this and it was going to, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be something small, but we've all witnessed the Yad Hashem, Right. I could tell you when I sit with Hassan and who just got engaged, I turn to them, I say to them, you know, you come in here, you're some guy who like gets up at 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, you look, you have coffee on your shirt, but the day after you get engaged, you walk in like, you know, like I'm the man, right? Girls have the same thing. Like they get engaged and they're like, oh, why? Why are you so excited? Because when you have that recognition that there's somebody who you think is important, that has an interest in your life and they think that you're amazing. So you feel amazing. Well, somebody believes in me. Somebody thinks enough of me to like, whoa, something, right? It's the opposite also. When somebody rejects you and you get fired from a job or somebody says no to you on it. So that could be very devastating. The fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu believes in us enough to be involved in our everyday lives, to see our lives and like, yeah, you, you needed to go here. You needed to go there. I remember... Right now, I'm coming on to 20 years. This is going to be the 20th year. We're not going to get emotional saying the story. We're not going to get emotional saying the story. We're not going to get emotional saying the story. 20 years ago, exactly, this perm, this perm, 20 years ago, perm, um, I got crazy drunk, like really, really, really drunk. This whole story is posted on Torah anytime. You could go check it out over there. I got really, really drunk to the point where my blood alcohol content was three and a half times the level of death. It was like crazy through the roof. And I've spoken about this story. And again, you could check the, uh, you could check the tour anytime for the whole story. But I remember after the story, and they told me how lucky I was to be alive, that I went to visit my doctor. And he looked at all the numbers and the charts and everything. And he was like, whoa, your BAC was 1.71. 
Like 0.01 is this, 0.02 is double drunk, 0 0.03, 0 0.04, 0 0.05. Wait, what? You were 1.71. That makes no sense. He's like, you would you should have been dead. It doesn't make any sense. So I said, ah, oh, so doctor, so why am I not dead? You just said it yourself. I should be dead, right? So your science is wrong. She said, no, science is not wrong. This is from doctor. He said, somebody up there is watching over you. Somebody up there cares about you. That's why you're not dead. Those words I'll never forget. 17-year-old kid thinking, I got the whole world ahead of me. You know, I'm going to live forever. Somebody's telling you, oh, one second, you realize the Yad Hashem, the reason why you're sitting here today, the reason you're sitting here every single day for the rest of your life is because somebody up there cares about you. It's amazing. That idea that Kaddish Baruch Hu cares about us enough to be involved in our lives. He's better than any boyfriend, date, or husband that anybody here will ever have. Better than any of them is Hashem. He's involved in our lives and he cares about our lives to the point where he's in our lives. That is enough to give somebody a certain feeling that you should know that you're worthy of something. Now, many people go through lives and this is step number three. And we say, yes, it's all true. But if you really got to know me, you would know that I have lots and lots of issues. You know, I have challenges. I have shortcomings. I'm not really like, you know, the greatest thing, that, you know, since sliced cheese. Like at the end of the day, I have issues. I'm not so, such a good person. I do averos. I struggle with things. And many people feel that way. So yeah, for somebody who's doing good, fine. But for somebody who's not necessarily doing good, eh. So I want to tell you a few things on this point over here. Number one is, is that every single person, every single person, and I have to say that coming out of many schools, people don't feel this, but many people, not many people, every person has within them incredible abilities and goodness that is unique to them. I'll say that again. Every single person has incredible abilities and goodness that is unique to them. People don't realize this. I, I get calls, I would say at least once a week from somebody who, who tells me an idea that they want me to do. Like, hi, I'm calling from Muncie, and I saw this year on tour anytime, and I'd like you to do this. Great, so go do it. Why don't you go do it? Me, no. You, you're telling me what my tafkin is in this world? Every single person has abilities that is for themselves. But what happens? Just like when you have a good day, and then right before you come home, you smash your finger, or you get some bad news, it puts you into a bad news because negativity rises to the top. Within our lives, negativity rises to the top. And you could have a person that is amazingly good and has amazing kaychas and amazing abilities. And, and they haven't even scratched the surface of what they're able to accomplish. But they look at themselves and they say to themselves, yeah, but I struggle with this. Yeah, but. It's like that little film over the silver. There's so much goodness. It's gold. It's, it's invaluable what's going on underneath here. But it gets tarnished a little bit. And that's all we're able to focus on. Oh, but me? Who am I? I'm a nothing. I'm a nobody. No, you're not a nothing and nobody. You have tremendous capabilities. And if you would push aside the negativity and you would start to scratch the surface and bring to the forefront who you are, you will find that you will start to feel good about yourself. We don't even have to talk about these names, but it, it's like redundant to say this. But let's say Rabbi Mir Zlatowicz, he, had, he was uniquely positioned 
to start what he himself probably couldn't even fathom was going to become what it became, art scroll. You can't even fathom it, right? Ruben Ishimoko Yaakov started Torah Anytime. The little website it was like, yeah, we'll put, put some things on the internet. The idea that last year they, they, they crossed 10 million hours of people learning, 10 million hours. It's like your brain can't wrap around 10 million hours. That's like when somebody says like, you're a gazillionaire. You can't even, you can't make that up. But they, they did it because they said, you know what, even though, and every person has this, they have their shortcomings and they have their issues and they have their challenges. They say, yeah, challenges aside, but I know that I have abilities. I know that I ha- every person has challenges, but every person also has abilities. And if you focus on your own good, then you will do good because you'll, you'll see the good within yourself. And I have news for you. If you're able to do that, you have a very good chance of having a really awesome relationship with somebody else. Because they'll also have things that are not so great. And they also have things that are really, really great. And if you're able to put aside the negativity and focus on their positivity, then they will be great. They will be better. Because you turn to your spouse, you go, wow, you're amazing. Yeah, but what about the fact? Well, who cares about that fact? That fact is not going to be the defining fact within our relationship. So step number three is focusing on the positive that you have and that others have as well. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.